everybody. Happy March. Happy March means happy spring. Uh, don't forget this weekend, if you are in one of those states that are, uh, you have daylight savings times, uh, daylight savings time, <laughs> whatever it is, that you uh, spring forward this weekend. Overnight Saturday into Sunday, we get to uh, my favorite part of the year uh, is just that as long as there's daylight, you know, that there's it's just longer in the evenings. I mean, there's truly nothing like to me uh, being out, you know, in, in the yard, or, you know, having a you know, building, a building a fire and you're out in your backyard or doing yard work or just enjoying time with friends on the deck. Just whatever I can do in the evenings where just that perfect temperature and you hear the frogs and the bugs and the birds i mean just just i love it and just having that nice evening time and it's still light just kind of at dusk i tell you that's my favorite part of the day or even just driving you know down the road with the windows down and music up uh just just perfect so i'm excited i don't know if you can tell but i'm excited the warmer weather's here and that the winter is over and we're able to now just focus on all the things that we can do outside and enjoy springtime and summer again praise jesus it's finally here now i understand there's a purpose and a place for winter but there's a purpose and a place for darkness as well <laughs> okay so but now it is time for the light <laughs> so uh i'm ready for it now to just man come and come and let's just do this let's let's get going and uh, i'm i'm purposing myself to be outside more this spring and the summer you know I, i'm you know, I, I know that there's so much that this of this world that you know can be explored and seen, and I just I'm ready to I'm ready to see more of it. I'm ready to go out and just enjoy life more and just experience all the wonderful nature that God has given us. Uh, last night, uh, I was watching on the on t- television uh, Nick Walinda, and for I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's a a, a world famous tightrope walker, or um, I guess it's a cable, not necessarily a rope anymore, but in, you get the gist. And he has done uh, this over, he tightrope, tightrope walked over Times Square, over Niagara Falls, over the Grand Canyon, and all of those things. Yes, very dangerous. I mean, but if you fall into Niagara Falls, I mean, there's a there's a chance that you could survive that. I mean, it's minimal, but I mean, you're at least hitting water. Uh, Grand Canyon, you're probably not surviving that. Uh, Times Square, depending on how high he up. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Definitely come would come down bruised but last night he chose to tie rope walk over uh the an active volcano in nicaragua um <laughs> uh number one you're never gonna catch me doing that i mean i have no business tie rope walking in general but definitely i don't even like walking over a balance beam you know i feel like you know, i can fall the four feet or whatever that is and injure myself um but i mean i can't even imagine what it would be like to tie rope walk over an active when I say active, I literally lava underneath you. Uh, you have to wear a mask because of the the chemicals in the air and the the you know the vog. I learned that in in uh, in, in Hawaii, it's called vog. You know where it's a volcano uh, induced you know fog where basically it's just it's just uh, just sulfur whatever's coming up from the ocean or from the from the Matt's probably shaking his head right now. Sean, you just need to stop with the science. But anyway. You understand what I'm saying, where there's just a, uh, you know, um, you have to be very mindful, be very, very careful of just being safe. And it's not a lot just walking across an active volcano, but all the other things, all the respiratory issues and everything that goes along with it. 
Well, anyway, it probably took him about 30 minutes uh, walking across. Now, he's literally walking on a on a steel beam, uh, or a steel cable, rather. That's probably no more than an inch, maybe inch and a half thick. Uh, and, you know, it was really inspiring because as he's walking, I mean, he has this huge pole that he's using to, you know, to, to keep balance. And, yes, he had a harness, but that doesn't make it any less dangerous in my mind. I mean, it, yeah, I don't, I'm not interested in seeing a guy die on national TV, so I'm kind of grateful that he had a harness, or, you know, a cable above him that has safety. Uh, he didn't fall, and in case he did fall, it was there, you know, and he's still a father, he's still a husband. Uh, that, to me, they didn't take away any of the danger. I mean, I'm not going to, you're going to see me doing it out there, safety harness or not. And I'm sure most people would say the same thing. Um, you know, but he's out there and, and it, it was really awesome to see because as he's doing this, as he's walking across this active lava volcano, uh, he's praying, he's talking to the audience who's watching him. He's uh, talking about his latest book, um, you know, which is about facing your fears. And if anybody has earned the right to talk about facing your fears, I assume it would be the guy walking across a volcan an active volcano on an inch and a half, uh, you know, uh, uh, the cable. And so inch and a half around a cable. So, uh, you know, it was definitely inspiring, and it kind of inspired me to talk today about facing our fears. I think that, you know, we are... Put in a, you know, we put ourselves in a barrier when we want to accomplish goals and objectives, and you know, live life to the fullest. Generally, the thing that's going to stop us from making that connection and making that next step and actually doing the things that we say we want to do is because we have a fear. Now, it could be a fear of failure, a fear of success. It could be a fear of the unknown. It could be, I mean, just take your pick: fear of being judged, fear of. You know, just uh, you know, just of all sorts of things, and you know, the Bible is very, very clear and very plain that you know, he's not God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And you know, when you really those trifecta of power, love, and a sound mind, when you think about those things uh, that God has given us, I mean, they're truly gifts, and they help us to not just see the goals and objectives in front of us as something to be uh, afraid of, but really something that can be overcome. And I want to challenge you and myself rather, like I've said before, generally when I'm talking on these, on this podcast episodes, I'm talking first and foremost to myself. There's absolutely goals and objectives and missions and experiences that I want to have, but fear I've allowed fear to come in in front of me and stop me from doing these things, you know, and I'm just tired of doing that. I'm tired of, you know, a year goes down the road and I'd be like, man, I wish I would have overcome that fear a year ago. Where could I be now? And perhaps you have something that you have been waiting on accomplishing or doing or seeing or experiencing because you have a fear, because you have a stumbling block that, that you've put there in front of you to where you say, you know what? I really want to do that. I really want to accomplish that goal. I really want to see that through. Uh, but if I, but but what 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 if, right? Well, it's time to just start finding out what that what if is. You know, I it's like anything else. It's like I mean, anytime that you're you're faced with a new job, maybe a new relationship, a new friendship, I mean, even a new puppy for crying out loud, you're gonna have challenges. You're gonna have obstacles. You're gonna have uh, 
times where you're not going to be sure of your next step, but you're already there. You're in the middle of it, and it's in your best interest and the best interest of everyone around you, and especially those whom care about you and whom you care for, to just keep pressing on and keep pressing through. But then, you know, then there's life's what's going to happen. Life's going to give us all obstacles, and sometimes we have no choice but to go through them. We've already talked about that in many episodes prior. But I'm talking about today things that are beyond just life. In other words, objectives and things that you want to accomplish, that I want to accomplish, that we will not ever do, we will not ever see, we will never, we will never see the reward because we're not willing to put in the work to even begin the first journey to begin the first part of it. And so I'm asking you today, what is it that you need to say yes to? What is it that you and I need to say, you know what? What is my volcano? What is the what is the thing that I want to walk over that I want to be not only a source of inspiration to myself and to my family, but others can look at it and be like, you know what, if they did it, I can do it. I mean, how cool would that be to be an example of, of overcoming obstacles and overcoming challenges and seeing that other people see your response to a challenge, your response to a a um a wall that you say, you know what? I'm going to just go over this. I'm not going to step back and relax anymore. I'm going to do the work. I'm going to put in the effort and I'm going to re- see the reward. I'm going to really push through to see the accomplishment come to pass and see it come to happen. And, you know, so where else do we go for inspiration for, for me and for most of my listeners, but the scriptures, scriptures always tells us what we can do in order to have the right mindset to overcome any obstacles. So I want to go to Romans chapter eight, uh, verse and, and read some scriptures. I've talked about this before, but in different contexts, but I think they're important for the topic today. Verse Romans eight twenty eight. you may have heard the scripture before, but we'll read it again. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So what that is, is that is a promise. That is a promise that no matter what we are given or, 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 or what we are experiencing or what we do, and what we choose to do, whether it be right, wrong, indifferent, or neutral, or otherwise, God, if we love him, that there's a promise that all things will work for good. And you would think that with that kind of understanding, with that kind of base, you would think that Christians would be the absolute most likely to go and do great things and to work hard and to push and persevere. But really, for some reason, we're actually the ones who become the most you know, uh, uh, I don't want to say introverted because that sounds, I don't want to make it sound like an, like a negative thing, but we really become very just closed off. I think it's because of a lot of fear. We're afraid of the world. We're afraid of how people are going to respond to us, how they're going to react. But Christianity wouldn't be where it's at today if people just held it all to the inside. The God that love that gets in them, if, if they just held it to the inside and they didn't share that love with anybody else, uh, we would you would Christianity would have stopped two thousand years ago. It took men and women purposing purposing in their heart that the truth and the love of God that they have in them because of the gift that Jesus gave them was worthy enough for other people to know about as well. And so they went out 
you know, got, they got on the boats, they got on their camels, they got what did whatever transportation they could to go across miles and miles of land to reach foreign lands, to reach for people who have never heard of Jesus before and minister the gospel and the goodness of God and the, they exhibited the fruit of the Spirit. And because of that, Christianity, Christianity is now one of the top three uh, religions in the world because it was took a select few saying, we're going to go out and minister the gospel to whomever and whatever, however we can. And now, of course, I'm talking about witnessing and evangelism in this case, but I think that we can we, we can give Christ in much more ways than just your typical evangelism by going out there and yes, preaching the word of God and, 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 and doing good deeds and, you know, taking care of the, the hurting and feeding the, the hungry and clothing the naked. I mean, those are all things that we should be doing uh, regardless. But I think that when we, even when we overcome personal challenges, you know, when we uh, have goals and objectives that we want to better ourselves or experience new things that we had never done before, that that is also as a way that we can evangelize because it shows that a person, if a person is willing to accomplish objectives and kind of accomplish goals, that they have a mindset that they cannot lose. And that's how we ought to be as Christians. We ought to have the mindset that whatever we put our hands to and we're doing it as unto the Lord, we cannot lose. That we wake up every single day just believing that. There is no quit in a Christian mind because the God who is the God of all things is 100% behind them. So if we truly believe that God is 100% behind us and has set us up for the absolute best possible outcome, why would we not put in work? Why would we not make a decision to put our hand to the plow and to persevere and to overcome whatever obstacles are thrown our way because we believe that God truly is for us who can be against us? So with that kind of mindset, think about it. I mean, how, how, there is literally nothing that can be set in front of us that we cannot choose to overcome because God is truly, again, in the interest of working everything good for us because we love him and we've been called according to his purpose. So what is it today? I want to ask you a question. What is on the other side of your yes? Let me say that again. What is on the other side of you saying Yes. Yes, I'm going to do this. Yes, I'm going to walk in that direction. Yes, I'm going to work hard to see this objective completed and I'm going to see that reward. I'm going to see the, you know, the end of 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 the challenge that I'm putting in front of myself. What is on the other side of you saying Yes. You know, I really tried to say yes a lot more, even in my marriage. You know, there are certain things that I just don't like to do. Okay. We're talking about chores, right? Things that my wife that are important to her that I'm just like, for example, springtime. Every single time spring comes around, that generally means one thing. That means garage. I mean, it's time to, you know, because generally in the garage, you know, is where we at least put a lot of our storage, you know, in the wintertime, you have Christmas decorations or you're given, you know, you, 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 you declutter a room maybe, or you, whatever. But a lot of times the garage ends up getting dirty over the wintertime because it's just kind of where everything goes, at least in my house. And it's important that springtime that we go in and clean it and get it ready because you use it a lot more in the spring and the summer, you know, that's where the, that's where the lawnmowers 
handheld. That's where my daughter's toys are for the outside. You know, it's where her little Jeep is that she likes to run around in the yard in. So it's important to have that space clean uh, for, you know, uh, just use. So every spring, it's time to clean the garage. And that's not my favorite job. I'll tell you right now. Uh, cleaning the garage is probably my top five least favorite things to do. They, for some reason, there are just certain, I don't know if you're like me, but there are certain jobs that I just, it's not my, okay, for example, uh, I'm typically, my job is to clean the kitchen. That's just kind of my job. It's kind of one of my chores that I do is that my job is to clean the kitchen. Well, when you clean the kitchen, that you have to, you know, empty the dishwasher, you you do, you know, load the dishwasher, you, you know, wipe and clean the counters, you know, all, you know, when I say clean the kitchen, I'm not trying to be elementary here, but, you know, all the duties you have to clean the kitchen. Um, would you believe that, and that's been this way since even before I was married, even when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, I just, for some reason... I don't like unloading the dishwasher. Uh, it's kind of like putting away clothes. I I don't think it's weird, right? Uh, some you know it's like like I don't mind doing putting the clothes in the washer. I don't mind putting them in the dryer. I don't mind folding them, but like putting them away. Uh, why is that such a hard struggle thing to do when it's like it shouldn't take but five minutes, but yet. I would rather just pull the clothes out of the basket than put them in the drawers where they belong. And I don't, I, I, it sounds so lazy even as I'm saying it, but it's the same way with the dish with the dishwasher. I, I would rather hand wash dishes, even though it's worse for the environment, worse for my hands, uh, you know, and it takes longer. I would rather hand wash the dishes than to unload the dishwasher and then load it back up. And that seems so dumb, but for some reason that's just one of the issues that I just – I don't like doing. And so that's kind of the same way with, with the garage. Now, I, again, these things need to be done. These things are, you know, if, you, if you're going to be responsible, especially if you want to be a good example of cleanliness to your children, uh, if you also want to have a nice, clean house, if you want to have an organized place that you can enjoy your home, you have to do these things. You have to clean the kitchen. You have to clean the ki the garage. You know, you have to maintain the property that God, you know, that God's blessed you with. You know, I, that, I that's a good thing. I want to do these things. Uh, but the, again, wanting to do them and then actually wanting to do them are two different things and that but again it's a matter of principle it's a matter of i have been given this responsibility and i can choose to just let it go fallow you know and just let the the mess get bigger and bigger and bigger and then to where it becomes just something that's overwhelming to me or i can just take initiative and say, this is the, what I'm going to do. And we're going to spend an afternoon uh, focusing on the garage and organizing it, getting rid of the trash, you know, going through boxes, getting things maybe put in different categories, getting ready for a garage sale, you know, things that we want to get rid of, um, whatever, all the things that go into organizing and cleaning a garage. So anyway, I... Don't, that's one thing I don't like to do, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that I not should not do it. And in fact, it's important to do. And so that's kind of my question to you is what are the things that you know you need to do? And there's a difference between things that you need to do and things you want to do. Um, 
I think that they're all in the same category as that we can still say yes. Uh, but like I mentioned here, was it last week about one of the things that I know I need to do is start just to lose weight is to, to get healthier. Again, it's turned from a want to in my twenties to a need to in my forties. And so I'm, doing that I'm, I'm making an effort and i'm making a change to eat better to move more and to you know reach an objective and reach a goal now should i have done this about 10 years ago when it started to kind of become harder yeah <laughs> hey that's true it would have definitely been easier in my 20s to get to my goal weight than it would be in my 40s but that doesn't take away the fact that it still needs to happen and so that's for me, that's my, yes, I have to say yes to that. But my, my point is, is also is that in my relationship with my wife, knowing that going back to the garage thing, that, that, that will make her happy that when she says, Hey, Sean, I need you to, you know, we need to go and clean the garage this week where I could be like, oh, well, can we, don't you want to do something else? Or I think, you know, uh, we need to go over to your, your folks house this week, or we need to, um, you know, I, I could come up with it. I don't, I'm failing at coming up with excuses, but I'm sure at the time, if I didn't want to clean the garage, I could probably come up with all sorts of them. And that's the whole point is that we need to start saying yes more to the things that we know, uh, will benefit us at the end of the day. Um, and a lot of those things are difficult and it's easy to eat junk food rather than eat healthy food. It's, you know, and of course we could come up with all sorts of excuses for that. Well, it's more expensive to eat healthy than it is to eat, uh, you know, uh, junk food, which is not really true. I mean, bananas don't cost that much. Fresh fruit and vegetables don't cost that much. They may take more time. You can't necessarily go down, you know, and 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 easily get healthy food, you know, through a drive-through, uh, without really looking in, you know sampling the best, you know, let's put it this way. I mean, yeah, you can go get a salad at McDonald's, but is it going to be the most healthiest for you? Probably not. You're still probably going to have a lot of processed sugars and things that you don't really need. The better thing is to do is to make a salad yourself, you know, and I understand that that takes a little bit more effort and, and work, but if at the end of the day, it will be more beneficial. That's kind of my whole point is that there are things that we know that are set in front of us that we need to start saying yes to, and they will make us a better person. So what is it? What is it on the other side of your yes? What are some things that you have decided that you're going to start acknowledging that you need to make a change that I need to, you know, and maybe it can be even goals. Maybe it can just be about travel. You know, uh, what are some places that you want to see before you die? I mean, we all know that this life is but a vapor and, you know, at the end of the day, none of us want to be uh, sitting in our deathbed saying, what if we all want to be able to say, you know what? I did every single thing that I wanted to do. I watched a video once that it was, uh, it was asked of this person. It was uh, there's a YouTube. I'll go and print the channel. Cause I think it's a really good channel. It's on YouTube. It's called yes theory. It's a group of guys who their motto is to seek discomfort. Their motto is to basically seize the day. What is it that I need to do uh, that I can do today to make it, you know, to basically to accomplish and just saying yes, just saying yes to things that you would not normally say yes to and the, the, the wonderful things that can happen, the people you can meet, the experiences you can have by just saying yes and following through with that 
objective and with that challenge you're just saying yes and just going through the hall the wall of you know fear just with everything you have and one of the things that they did was they said what would you know they were going to go around and basically ask people you know if you had 24 hours to live what would you want to do in those 24 hours and so they went through asking a bunch of people and most people would give the answer that most of us would give and like well i'd finally had 24 hours to live i would want to spend time with my family okay that's something that everybody would most likely say and that could aside from that if that was not an answer but let's think about things that you would actually want to accomplish things that you would want to do things that you would want to experience what are things what are experiences what are um activities rather that you would want to do that the that accomplish even uh, within 24 hours if you know you only had that long to live and their objective was to go meet somebody who had a list of things that they would want to do that they have not for whatever reason ever done before maybe it was lack of resources maybe it was lack of drive maybe it was because of fear whatever it was that they just didn't and they were going to give that person those you know they were going to make it happen for that person whatever it is that they had and then and they finally reached that they found this one lady who it was uh just she gave a list of uh things that she was wanted to, always wanted to do and um you know if you can go find the youtube video that's again it's called yes theory and there's 24 hours to live was the topic it's probably not too hard to find in your search engine uh because i'm for lack of you know really remembrance i don't really i don't remember all the things that happened in the video i just know it was inspiring because it again inspired me because i'm like you know what a i don't really know if i've ever thought about that i don't know if i've ever really thought about if i had 24 hours to live aside from spending time with my family what is it i want to do and they challenged everybody the in the end of the end of the video to ask yourself, what is it you would want to do if you only had 24 hours to live and to go out and do those things? So I'm going to ask you, same thing I've asked myself. If you only had 24 hours to live, what is it you would want to do and to go out and do them? And maybe continually ask yourself that question, you know, because I think that we can easily so much, you know, this life, especially in America, and, and we can get into a rut where we wake up in the morning, we go to work, we come home, have dinner, say goodnight to the kids, put ourselves to bed, wake up, go to work, so, you know, and just do the same thing, cycle every single day. And before you know it, we're 50, 60, 70 years old, and that's all we've known for the last 50 years is that life. And again, for some people, that's happy. That's that's where they want to be. No problem. But I'm not like that. I, I want to see this world. I want to experience things. I want to meet new people. I want to have uh, you know, a life that I can say that I've given my all to. And that's one of the reasons why I'm even doing this show right now. You know, I, 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 I could easily just uh, have this early in the year when I stopped doing the shows for a while because life was kind of happening. I could have been like, well, it was a good run. I had a good time doing the podcast, but I'm thinking it's just kind of, you know, I don't really, really feel that to do the effort anymore. And there was a thought, the thought of, there was a thought in my head that was like, maybe do people even listen? You know, what's the point? I mean, it looks like people are listening if I look at the metrics, but 
you know, maybe it's just accidental listeners, you know, and I don't even know. But I do know that I enjoy doing it. I do know that I enjoy, you know, sharing my life with with the microphone at the very at the very least. And who you whomever's listening, you know, I I appreciate you very 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 much because you are the reason why I just keep pushing on and keep sharing this show and keep encouraging you to say yes and and to do things that and to challenge yourself to meet even people that you would may not have ever done before because you understand that this life that we've been given you know the show the name of the show is this is life is only we only get one this is not a dress rehearsal and you know whatever we can do to see this life and live it to the fullest like i believe god is challenging us to do again all things work together for good to those who love god to those those are called according to his purpose, having that understanding that every single decision we make, every single objective and every single activity we do when we love God, he's going to turn it out good. It's going to be okay. We're not going to be, you know, that's our promise that we're more than conquerors, right? Nothing can separate us from the love of God. So why not give it our all? Why not go out and just live life to the absolute fullest. I mean, Christians, that's our objective and that's our goal. You know, even people who are in the world seem to have that understanding that we're only given this life once, you know, and I think that sometimes we can get caught up as Christians in the afterlife. You know, we think more about heaven than we think about the now. And, you know, yes, the Bible's true where we're not supposed to uh, lay up treasures here on earth, but what that basically means is don't just hoard everything on this earth. Actually go out and spend this, spend the blessings of God, for other people to experience God themselves. And I think the only way we can do that is to get out of our little holes, to get out of our little, you know, cliques that we create in ourselves and our little churches, even, you know, our churches, we can be so limited by just the four walls that are around us that we don't go out and actually give this world a chance to accept and understand Jesus because we're not willing to go out and be Jesus to other people. Okay. So anyway, that's kind of my challenge today is to ask yourself, what is on the other side of your yes? What is on the other side of you saying, you know what, this here, whatever this means to you, I want to accomplish it. I want to give it. And maybe, you know, if you don't have a this, we'll find out what this is and do it. And, you know, if you only have 24 hours to live, are you willing to give your all to see that it happens? Because, guys, we don't know. We don't know how long we have on this earth. And we, they say that all the time, you know, if you only had X amount of time to live, what would you do? Here's the thing. We don't know how long. Just this morning on the way to work, just every we drive this road every single day. I live on a gravel road. Sometimes those hills can be pretty scary because people will drive like maniacs when they think no one is around sometimes. And so, you know, people drive down my gravel, my gravel road, 40, 50, 60 miles an hour, even though the speed limit is 35, you know, people on county roads think that they can just speed and go as fast as they want because there's not a lot of traffic. And this morning, man, as I'm coming up a hill, uh, I always hug to the right side because I never know who, what could happen. And sure enough, this morning as I'm coming, hugging the right side of the road, this guy comes flying over the hill in front of me. And had I been any more to the center and and, and not, you know, uh, giving myself a, a chance to fall, pull over even to the right even more, uh, we probably would have had a head-on collision this morning because, because the sun was, well, he was facing the sun, so he probably couldn't have seen, he didn't see me real well. And I tell you, I, I had to, even though I was on the right side of the road, a uh, center to the cent, cent, you know, basically to the center right, I had to move over pretty quickly to the right, or else 
we could have had a head on a collision. That could have been the end of my life, my wife's life, God forbid, even my daughter's life. I mean, it could have been really, really, really bad. It was all because, you know, it could all just been over. And this was just a normal every single day morning that I just, you know, I didn't see that. When I woke up this morning, I didn't think that that somebody would pass me very quickly coming down that road and, you know, could have been a very a close call. Now, it wasn't like inches close, but it was closer than I prefer to admit. I mean, it was pretty close. It could have been really, really bad had circumstances been different and just in a small way. And that's kind of my point is that we're not given this life, you know, every single day, every single moment is a, is a blessing, is a gift, and we don't know. So I just, I, I we got to do it today, right now. Now is the time to say yes. Now is the time to acknowledge that the, 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 the things you've been, you know, struggling with doing, now is the time to do it. God has already promised you victory. God has already promised you that it's going to work out okay. So do it. Don't no, no longer let fear hold you back. Do it. I promise you. Give it your all, and God will reward you and He'll bless you. And I want to hear about it. You know, write me at thisislifepod at gmail.com. I want to hear about your yes and the things you're doing to accomplish those goals and objectives. And I and I believe that if we all work on it together, man, what a great what a great response and what a great testimony that's going to be for people who need to know about Jesus because they'll be like, you know what, that person, that man that woman they gave it their all they saw that a challenge in front of them and they they didn't let fear hold them back they said you know what i'm going to accomplish this task i'm going to do this thing i'm going to say yes and that challenges me now i want to do the same thing because i believe that god can not only bless them but he can also bless me in the same way so go out there say yes and I know that God will bless you and will reward you openly because of it. Um, guys, hit me up on Twitter. This is LifePod. This is LifePod at gmail.com. Uh, if you haven't already, go over to iTunes and uh, you know rate and review. Uh, that will help us out a whole lot, guys. I really, really appreciate you. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Don't forget to put those clocks forward and uh, you know enjoy your family and everything, everything that God has given us every single day, man. And don't take it for granted. Until next time, God bless you guys. Aloha and mahalo.